Hey there, movie fans. Welcome to Here's Our Take. We are your hosts, Mitchum and Allie. Hello, hello. Episode yes. 62. Whoop, whoop. Here we go. Lots has happened. Yes, yeah. We've uh, taken a little bit of a break, you know, and uh, a lot has happened yes. in that short break that we've taken. So we have a lot of five news. So Still let's, five, but let's it's... Do it. It's a beefy five. It's a beef five. It's a beef five. Yeah. And it's All right. amazing. Starting Go. us off. So as of, you know, by now, everyone has probably seen Multiverse of Madness, uh, Doctor Strange. So John Krasinski, finally, mm. it has come out after his amazing cameo mm. in the movie. He is set to direct Marvel's Fantastic Four with him starring in it. Well, we presumably. don't know that. We don't know, but presumably. Well, and of course, and we want Emily in there too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah so, yeah, yeah. we'll see. I mean, come on. It's, but at it's, least he's The stars it. are aligning. Yes, people. they are. They're they aligning. Are. Yes. So, speaking so. of John Krasinski and his and lovely wife, Emily Blunt, well, she is set to star in a film called Pain Hustlers mm. with director David Yates yes. from Harry Potter. Yeah. Very awesome. She plays Lisa Drace, a high school dropout looking for a better life for her daughter, and she accepts a position with a bankrupt and failing pharmaceutical startup company. She quickly catapults the company and her life into a high life, not knowing that she will soon be in the middle of a criminal conspiracy. And this was acquired by Netflix. There's a lot of these pharmaceutical shows and movies coming around, and they're, man, they're intense. Like, it's so crazy all this has happened, and it feels like it. It goes like under the radar, but then when yeah. you watch it, it's like, man, this was big stuff. I don't know if this is based on a true story. I, honestly, it might, it might not be, mm. but yeah, it's this. This is because I mean, there be was great. Dope Sick that came out recently, oh, which and is then there so was good. The, don't miss it. The one with Amanda, the big eye yes. girl that we talk about. Like, yeah, yeah she, she did one, mm-hmm. and so yeah, and they're they're doing they're a hot commodity right now. Yeah. So. Well, and I'm glad it's a film. Of course, Netflix acquired it, and I'm always leery of Netflix because yeah. they have yet to produce something amazing. Just before the second one, if you if you thought we were going to go a show without talking about Dune, you're wrong. Yes. Go ahead, Allie. Dune, Dune, Dune. Here we go. Still number one. My, you know, love. It's my number one of all time, Dune. And they've added Christopher Walken, which is amazing. To the sequel, he plays the mysterious, ruthless Shaddam IV, and that he's the emperor of the known universe. Now, they do refer to him many times in Dune, but we never saw him. And he is actually the father of Princess Erulin. Erulin. Ugh, we don't know how to pronounce y'all. Anyway, it's played by Florence Pugh, which is amazing. However... I love Florence. I do. Don't get me wrong. I've told y'all this many times, but how perfect would Anya Taylor-Joy have been as Christopher Walken's daughter? It's visually in my head. It's perfect. Yeah. I love you, Florence. I do, but come on. Yeah. You know, um, Anya's eyes are kind of far apart. Mm -hmm. She looks outworldly. I'm sorry. I just, I can't. I don't I don't know what happened there. It it yeah, so I'll leave it at that. Anyway. Okay. What's what's going on next, Mitch? <laughs> All right, number three, Jerry Burkheimer confirms that they are developing a script for a Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> film starring Margot Robbie. Oh boy. Interesting. I mean, there's been a lot of Pirates of the Caribbean talk after but, everything Yeah, but that's there's been going on. no Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny Depp. I agree. And, and he I will hopefully... never do it again. I, I, you know, <sighs> so are they, it's, and it's like a prequel. Oh, I really? Mean, it's in, yes, uh, it's insane. This is insane. Let it go. Well, Move speaking on. of prequels and Margot Robbie, she is also supposedly supposed to star and produce Ugh. in an Ocean's Eleven prequel. Oh, please. Which is just. We can do better than this, Hollywood. I mean, wasn't that Ocean Eight? <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, I don't know. This, is it going to be like. George Clooney's Danny Ocean's mom. Oh, God. I don't know. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I'm excited for her Barbie movie, and then all these other ones, I'm out. Yeah, same. And everyone else feels the same way. Good. So, but something new and exciting, Disney Mm. Pixar came out with a couple of looks of their next movie, and it's called 
Elemental, which looks great. It's a story based on the classic elements, fire, water, land, air. And some of them get along and some of them don't. This so, I'm this very intrigued great. by this. This has the potential to be another Inside Out. Yes. You know, and just, you know, of course, Pixar and Disney, they really have that way, of, especially Pixar, of just like yeah. they'll opening be, your eyes to there'll new. There'll be an adult line yes. and then be a kid's line. Yes, it'll be a kid's movie with like a separate. very, yeah. It's yeah. going to be great. Yeah, this will be really cool. Yeah. And I love the, uh, just the, the, and I'm sure the animation and everything will be great oh, it'll too. Be, so. it'll top. Okay, so number five. All right, five, last but not least, number five. There's a lot quick. of Star Wars stuff. They had their... It's the Star Wars Celebration, okay. which they haven't had in over two years because really? of COVID. Yeah, of Yeah, course. so this is Star Wars Month because okay. May the 4th. Right. And so this is like a big convention of everything Star Wars. Okay, and so lay we've it been getting us. a lot of Star Wars news that's come out this week. Um, to start off, and <laughs> this is... I know why Mom put this one in first. <laughs> it's because Star Wars Skeleton <laughs> Crew... Starring Jude Law. That's why it's in here. Yep. Uh, It is described as the Star Wars version of Abilene's coming into age film. Amblin's. That's the movie company. And I mistake me. I could be wrong, but Mm. I think it's Steven Spielberg is associated with Amblin. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he did... E.T. and Goonies. Gotcha. So it's, kinda so it's like an 80s yeah. coming to coming of age film. Yeah. Is the Star Wars skeleton crew? Um, it's set to take place in the New Republic, which is the Mandalorian era and after Return of the Jedi. Nice. And it'll be a group of kids lost in the Star Wars galaxy, trying to find their way oh. home. Uh, John Watts is the director, starring Jude Law. And then also we've got a animated series called Tales of the Jedi, which I am super excited for, and I didn't realize what the show is about until Ali told me about it. It's supposed to be coming later this year in the fall. It's an animated anthological anthology anthology series. Wow. Uh, Following various Jedis during the prequel era, including Dooku, Qui-Gon Jinn, and Ahsoka. My favorite. Oh, Ahsoka. Liam Neeson is set to return as the voice of Qui-Gon Jinn, and his son is going to voice the younger version of Qui-Gon Jinn, which is amazing. And then the next big Star Wars film will be directed by Taika Waititi. Woo woo! And we've gotten a whole 2023. bunch. 2023. 2023. Now we've I got a, a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm too. not do Star Wars like you do. So mm. who is this Qui Gon that Liam? Qui Gon Jinn is the Jedi Master that trained Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh. He was in the Phantom Menace, and he is the one that found the Chosen One. Oh, and he was okay. going to originally train him, and then he died to Darth Maul, and so Obi Wan trained him. Okay. Anakin. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we'll talk more about that. Yes, Qui Gon during... is a very popular Jedi, even though he was in one movie because he's he was against the council. He was kind of a gray Jedi. Anyway, he is a very unique and popular among the fans. Okay. And um, we've gotten a lot of. Uh, we'll talk about it in trailer talk, but there's well, a lot of trailers. And, and we'll talk about out. it during weekly watch. Yes. Yeah. yeah there's a okay. whole bunch of Star Wars news that came out, and it's just been fantastic. I've been like a little kid in a candy store this past week. Yeah, I weekend. know you have been. It's been awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of weekly watches, let's talk about what we're watching this week. Allie, do you want to start us off? Yes, I do. And then you'll end us. Yes. Okay. So, as you guys know, if you're, you know, one of our little fans that you guys know, I love Bosch. Hmm. My boy Bosch. I don't know what it is. She likes and that actor. That's I do. Anyway, so, and I've been hearing about this. So, they start, it's called Bosch Legacy, and it carries on where his daughter um, is now a police officer. Oh. Yeah. And the lawyer, um, that he dealt with she's in it too and it's just it's i love so it so he is not in it this oh yeah is just, he is oh, okay, no no okay, no okay. he's a it takes you it takes place several years later okay, okay. and he's the last bosch one yeah he was he quit the force and it showed him applying to be a private eye PI. oh okay so now he's like Two or three years later, his daughter's a police officer. He's a private investigator, and he's just kind of taking jobs here and there. Okay. So um, I've watched two or three episodes. And it's this was a- originally a book series, yes. correct? Okay. Yes, it okay. is. Yeah, a great book yes. series. Um, and it's on a new platform called FreeV, F-R-E-E-V-E-E, and it's free. I got it on my little Roku smart TV, and it has commercials, but I don't care. I I just 
Bosch is just my go-to. I mean, if I don't know what I'm going to, or if I need to get my mind out of something I watch scary, or I just go watch Bosch. So it'll take me a while to get through it, and that's fine. Yeah. I also started Night Sky. Mm. Um, that's on Prime, and that's what attracted me to that is because it's Sissy Spacek and J.K. Simmons. Ooh. We love J.K. Simmons. Yes. And it's and it's interesting. I've watched three or four episodes. It, it's kind of slow. I'm not going to lie, especially the first one because it's there's a lot of character development, and they are an older couple. But it's yeah. just laying the work down. Yeah, they didn't do it quick enough. But I'm still I'm still hanging on. I am. But it's just real quick. It's about a secret passage that they have under their woodshed in their backyard. And occasionally they'll go down there, open up these secret doors, sit in like a living room situation and look at another planet. It's like another world. Hmm. And there is a door to get in that world. And they mentioned that JK had put like mice in there and they had died. So they can't enter that planet from their underground passage they just sit and watch it through glass it's very interesting and one day she goes down there and finds a man just some man appeared in there and he was real sick and then they showed you know then the last episode i watched it was like in argentina and it's about a single mom and her teenage daughter and you find out that her family is kind of um responsible for this and it's like a portal. Interesting. Yeah. So, and they huh. don't speak English, so there's a lot of subtitles. So okay. I'm, I'm gonna continue. I am. I just got a lot going on, so I will continue with this because yeah. it's very, you know, it's just peeling off that onion. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. so sounds like a slow burn. Exactly. That's exactly. But I want to share my most favorite thing that I'm watching weekly so far. And this even trumps what Mitchum is fixing to talk about. Whoa. Okay, Whoa. I abs and it, you got to get Apple TV. Get that Target Circle app, and you can get Apple TV for like three months for free. Yeah, it's that easy. I'm watching the Essex Serpent. It's based on a book. Claire Danes, Tom Hiddleston is amazing. He's amazing in this. And I may have mentioned it, but I, I'm on the fourth episode. There's only two left. It makes me very sad. It's based on a book by Sarah Perry. And it's just kind of science versus religion, skepticism versus your faith. Um, it's in just real quick, it, you know, a London, a newly uh, widowed woman moves to Essex to investigate reports of a mystical serpent. And she kind of forms a bond um, with the town vicar, which is Tom Hiddleston. And he's, you know, he's, she's all about science. He's very skeptical. Um, but tragedy strikes and it's just locals go missing. You know, there's a little bit of love in there. Um, but I know that I, what I love about it is the, you know, and Tom Hiddleston is actually married. She's very ill. And I recognized her, so I had to look her up. And her name is Clemency Posey, and she played Fleur de la Cour in the Harry Potter's movies. The Whoa. little blonde girl. Oh, wow. Yes, she's in this. And she's sickly. Okay. You know, she's yeah. sickly. And then what I love about it is I loved when Rick was on The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. And then they did the 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 next series mm -hmm. called Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. And it was about a mom and her two kids. And one of the kids was, you know, he was only on, a, his name is Frank Delane, and he is in it. Oh, okay. This, and I didn't like him on Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah. I did not. But I love him in this. And his kind of story is he's learning how to be a cardiologist. And this is horse and buggy. Okay, we're talking 1800s. Yeah. And so he is looking for test people to do open heart surgery. And he had a successful case of the first open heart surgery. So it's interesting wow. to see his story. Yeah. And he's friends with Claire Dane's character. And it's just, it's got it all. I love this. I'm going to be so sad when it's over. And it's so funny because I work with a girl, her name's Colette, 
and I got her onto Schitt's Creek, and she loved it, and I mentioned this to her, and of course, she went and watched it, and she loves it, too. <laughs> it's just so nice awesome. to find somebody that you, you know, you share something common with, so it's just neat that, you know, that I have hey, a Hey, this is why we do this. Exactly. This is exactly why we exactly. do it. Exactly. So, it's fun to talk to her about it, and we both watched Outer Range together, which mm. we wrapped that up, yep. and I loved it. Highly recommend Josh Brolin is amazing and out of range. And we wrapped up Halo. Yep. And yep. we both enjoyed Halo. Yes, I enjoyed Halo very much. I haven't heard, and I looked this morning to see if it's been picked up for season two. Haven't heard. Uh, I don't know. You know. Usually it's listed by now mm. if there's a season two. I don't know. I, I think we'll it did see. It. I hope it does. I hope it does, too. It, it ended well enough to where I'm not like... There's not a cliffhanger, I would say. No, but it goes into like where the games are. Like yes. this was kind of a prequel. Kind from of. From what I've been told. Yes. I honestly, I gotta say, I listened to you know my guys, yeah. Stephen and Gabe. I listened to their the the cult podcast, and I listened to theirs, and I kind of got that from them. Yeah, that's so kind of what I've guys. been picking up as well. So right. I, it would be interesting to see. Yeah. A next step on. And this. they didn't hate. Because I loved Master Chief. He I did too. Fantastic. Pablo, yeah, um, Liv Schrader. Yeah, Pablo, Pablo Schrader. He was amazing. He was I don't great. know about everybody else, but they didn't hate it. They did an episode on Halo, and they didn't absolutely hate it. Yeah. So, but see, we've never played. Yeah, it. I haven't played the game, never. so I have no. So we didn't know what to compare so it to. I so we thoroughly liked enjoyed it. it. I yeah. mean, there was some. There is one episode I did I absolutely hated. Well, no, everyone but did. But everyone did. Well, that girl. And that girl. And she was not in the last and two episodes. why did they do that? that it was, was so, so I think weird. it was season two setup, I guess. I don't but it was know. just so. It didn't need to be in the season at all. Yeah. But weird. I just wanted and more. And everybody's Master Chief. saying that yeah. too, Mitchell. So hopefully so. she won't be in season two at all. But whatever. Okay, so, so um, please watch. If you watch The Night Manager with Tom Hiddleston, yes. he was amazing. Yes. And this is reminding me, the Essex Serpent kind of reminds me of him. And, I mean, he, I love him in this. It's, it's in Claire Danes, too. So, okay, so I'm going to back off for a minute. Brrr, so Mitchum can talk about the brand new drops this week. And I've got my little take on each one yep. as well. So hit it. Uh, okay, so we had two massive shows drop this week, and uh, I'll start off with Stranger Things first. Uh, so Stranger Things dropped on Netflix on Friday. Yes. Uh, four episodes. They're all over an hour long, and then the last two episodes will be dropped sometime in July. Yes. And I think the final episode is two and a half hours long, I believe. Yeah. And the second to last episode was like an hour and a half or something like that. So it's it's crazy... They don't feel so. I've watched the first two episodes so far, and um, it doesn't feel like an hour long, but it, it's no. it's so much more because there's like four different stories you're following. Well, and they're all separated, and they're all separated, which is not as fun. And they're all dealing. They're all in high school now, and yeah. so they're all dealing with like wanting to be cool and. There, I like that they're going back to some of the D and D elements though, because I kind of lost that a little bit. Yep. Um, I will say, <laughs> you know, as you guys know, if you listen to us for a long time, Allie and I do not do scary stuff. We do not do scary. Well, and you or guys know, disturbing. I don't do yeah, that. Don't is do not disturbing. entertainment to no, me. If, it, if the word disturbing is in the description, it is not entertainment. Yes, and so far at the end of both of the two episodes I've watched, there's been. A disturbing scene. Yeah. And if you're not used to paranormal things, yeah. uh, possession um, particularly, then this is not for the faint of heart. So just be warned. Other than that, um, it's it's been okay. Yeah. I have... I have... It's feel like it's been so long since we... Well, I enjoyed season three a lot. And I am still... I mean, I'm only two episodes in. So I'm still a little bit lost in kind of where the story is going mm-hmm. from here. But I'm going to stick with it. And my fiance loves it. She absolutely is in love with it. And mm-hmm. so we've been watching it. So and that means you're going to have to watch yes, it. Yes. So I will be watching it. We'll probably finish I, it tonight. I haven't made it through two. I, yeah. I had to stop at one. It was a little much for a little Allie. 
Um, you know. I there's certain characters I, I love Joe Creedy oh my gosh. and Ethan Hawke's daughter. Yes, they are perfect so, together. I love their chemistry. <laughs> they're so great, and it's um, cute because they both like girls. They both like girls. Yeah, and so they're just talking he's about helping yeah. her, and it's and just she, oh you know, my she's god, like struggling with asking this girl out because yes. if she does, then yeah. she's like gonna be a black sheep for the, in the yeah. whole town. Oh, and, it's so you good. know, it, and it's just they're it's adorable, so great, and. Um, yeah. I'm sure if I grew up in the 80s, I would have a little bit more nostalgia because, yeah. and it was kind of cool because they do mention the article that came out about how D&D is correlated to devil possession or Ugh. devil worshiping and everything. So it's kind of cool how they mentioned that. But uh, yeah, so I mean, we'll, next show, I will have it finished and I will we'll talk about it then. Okay. So, okay. So next, uh, speaking of Star Wars and everything that came out this weekend, Obi-Wan is finally here it came out thank you early on thursday at 11 they dropped, they dropped it, early, it early at 11 which was, so cool. which was amazing so Haley and i stayed up we watched oh, you top did? gun and we watched it right Aww. when we got home and um the first episode is 55 minutes and the second is 45 or something yeah. like that and man, it, it it's so I love Ian McGregor so much. Oh, he, he gosh, is just he's amazing. So, and he looks the exact same. He does. He looks the exact yes. same. And yes. oh, it's so good to see him yeah. back as Obi-Wan. And he Obi-Wan is probably the fan favorite Jedi of any other Jedi. Has to be. And everyone just loves Ian McGregor. And, he's and in you hiding. know that he loves the role. Yeah. And it's so weird to see a defeated and yeah, like sad. sulking and just troubled and in Obi-Wan hiding and in you know, hiding yeah Jedi's are and in he is hiding just, he is completely scared to use the force at all yeah. and he is just hiding like his sole purpose is to watch Luke and not do anything else right you know, and, you know, people come to him for help, and he's like, you're not the person that you think I am, you know, and just turns them away. He goes by Ben. You know, goes yeah. by Ben now. It, it is so interesting and gritty and just unlike anything in Star Wars I've seen. And then you have the seen. Inquisitors. The Inquisitors have shown up, which are like... job is to hunt down, mm-hmm. which is so... And they're uh, ruthless, you know, and this takes place 10 years after, after Episode 3. So, and it's, it's really... It was just so great to kind of get back to, you know, the prequels and yeah. everything in the originals. Right. So I got a question for you. So did you love every minute of it? Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. Okay. So <laughs> I get to put my laundry out. Now. Sure. Yeah. Ready? Go ahead. Yep. Little, okay. Okay. Hang on. I know on. what you're talking about. Yeah. Little yeah. Leia. Yeah. Oh my God. Seriously, that the scene forest was, running scene, and everyone is talking that about how is bad. Insane, yes. and she drove me. If I would have been Obi Wan, I just would have punched her out. I mean that the running scene. I like and her, just, the little actress girl. I do. She's a little Spitfire. I love she that. She is a Spitfire, but they could have done that much better. I mean, it just didn't work for me. Yeah, I love that Jimmy Smith's her dad is back in. Yes, it. I love yes. that because I love him. I was kind of worried about if they were going to do that or not. Yeah, but yeah. I'm really but glad that, they invited I'm him back. Sorry. And I'll forget. It's forgiven, okay? Because yeah. to me, it's all Ian McGregor. Yes, I will say I didn't care for two of the cameos. Which is the uh, Safid brother who oh, was the yeah. other. He was absolutely horrible at his lines. It was embarrassing. Mm. Glad he got hung. I'm Sorry. glad he wasn't there. And then the other guy that played, you know, he was imitating, imitating being, yeah. a, he, you know, I'm like, seriously? Yeah, I, I thought mean, that was kind of interesting. Sticking people in there just because they want to be in a Star Wars movie. I was kind of. That was horrible too. Yeah, I, I was. Kind of interested to see how they're going to do that, but I, I don't know. It, it kind of because like he was a bad guy, but then he wasn't, and, and then he ended up helping him. Yeah, and he ended up helping him. So yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's perfect. It's better than Boba Fett, I will say. Well, and thank everyone you. has Hello. been everyone's been agreeing but with that. It the chase matter. scene. Oh, and Flea. Flea was in it. Yeah, he was okay. He was good. He was good. I liked Flea. He did his little part. Yeah, yep. yeah. But I'm telling all those little negative things. Ian McGregor trumps oh, 100%. 100%. Him going out to that little well, meat just packing him plant and, uh, and coming Bale back. just speaking back and forth. 
again yeah. is just great. Yeah. And like, and then we saw the Luke's dad, um, Edgerton. Uh, Joel Edgerton. He yeah. He looked oh, great. Yeah, he looked good. Um, so glad they got him to come back. Yep. Amazing. And of course, he did that meme because he roasted Obi Wan so hard. Ugh, <laughs> it hurt me so bad. Aww. But uh, no, it, yeah. it's great that they got all these people to come back. And I'm sure I understand the new cameos and everything. But I'm so interested to see where it goes like i it, it's just gonna be a wild ride and of course hayden christian's gonna show up and we well, haven't seen him yet at the very end at the very it end sure as heck didn't look like i mean we knew it wouldn't no, yeah so all. i'm 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 the most interested to see if it's his voice or if they oh, saw james earl jones oh, to be the voice I didn't that's what i'm most that. interested in yeah and i'm not 100 percent sold on the new inquisitor girl riva she's yeah. kind of i don't that's not how the Inquisitors are. I mean, they are arrogant, but, like, she's just extra. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't mind the Grand Inquisitor. He looked yeah. great. Rupert, whatever yeah, it is, he did fine. Or, yeah, and then yeah. the fifth brother, he was, I liked him awesome. a lot. Like, I really yeah. thought his hat was really oh, going to be, like, cool. stupid. He looks so But it, cool. I liked it. It worked out yeah. really well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'm ready for Wednesday. And All it's right. Obi-Wan. Oh, it's every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Okay. Yep, yep. Well, um, let's go ahead and go right into trailer talk because yes. we had a lot of trailers dropped, yes. a lot. And the first one, I'm really interested in this. It's called Vengeance. You guys are familiar with B.J. Novak. He was in The Office and Glorious Bastards. He he was in The Mindy Show and I think was part creator. Um, this Vengeance, Vengeance, written and directed by him, he plays a radio host from New York City and he goes to like Texas to attempt to solve an ex-girlfriend's murder and he ends up like doing he ends up because he's got like his assistant back in new york that he's kind of talking to about it okay. she's like what are you doing there he goes well, i don't know i dated her a couple of times i'm interested and they i think they end up making like a podcast like a radio it's like show a true crime thing or oh yeah something. you're big on the true crime right yeah, now. well i i gotta get off of it i do i gotta get off of it it's i can't i can't go down that road but this looks good and i and who who doesn't like bj novak yeah you know who i'm talking about mm -hmm. yeah he's amazing yeah and then real quick, I'm going to take this one because my boy Idris, I'm this, there with Idris, and it's George Miller. Oh, I know. Who did Mad Max. I know. Max. That's two for three. And yeah. Mad Max, I saw it, and I went back the next day. Oh, and yeah. And when I do that, that's a top ten movie. Sure. But it's 3,000 Years of Longing, Idris, um, Tilda Swinton, mm -hmm. and George Miller. Um, it, you know, it looks weird. Fun. I don't know. It's a Mad I don't Max know film. What to or it's expect. a George Miller film. Yes, yeah, George Miller will be weird. If there was anyone I'm else there. besides Tilda, whatever, I well, would be more she, excited. Well, but she'll be fine. I know because she's weird. Someone. Yeah, she didn't look too weird in this. That's though. true. But I think it'll be okay. And then Mitchum, I'm taking this one too because it's Go my ahead, boy no. Tom. Mission Impossible: Deadly Reckoning comes out July 14th new trailer and actually you see it before maverick which is yes. awesome yep but it, the whole crew is back oh they yeah add um your girl Haley atwell love yep. her yep and it's kind of bondish a little, little bit bondy little vibe bit. there great music excited so um yeah i'm i'm so excited let you take the other ones. Man, so we finally got a trailer for The Gray Man. Oh, my gosh. With uh, uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans and Ana de Arms. And Chris Chris Evans with great. a little porn stash. He it looks, looks great. great. Man, he looks getting, slimmed he, down. Yeah, but he's playing like ruthless bad guy. Yeah, he's playing know? like he did in Knives Out. But like but uh, even better. But even better, too. Yeah. You he's know? so good. Yeah, it, I'm super excited for it. And, you know, seeing my boy Captain America, the bad guy, it's okay. Yeah, but the stash... He looks good with a stash. He yeah. looks good. He and pulled it off. And there's even a little clip where Ryan Gosling the like, trash stash. Lloyd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or something. The trash yeah, stash or something be, like that. So there'll be some quips in <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. And of course, you're, you know, Anna DeArms is oh, in man, it. She's God, so she's hot. gorgeous. Oh, so, but you know, it's, you know, ugh, I just pray freaking Netflix gets this right. I don't trust them. I don't trust Netflix. We'll see. But it's it, supposed it, to be released it, in theaters as well. So well, Okay, you're right. You're right. And it's I'm going to be in see theaters. It in theaters yeah. But it's a $20 million budget, which Red Notice had. 
you know, and uh, uh, these are better actors. So better right, actors. I mean, so, Ryan, Ryan Gosling did a Netflix movie. Ugh. I mean, come on. So so, and then we have a new, longer, extended oh trailer for Thor: Love and Thunder, oh where we finally god. get to see Christian oh. Bale as Gore the God Butcher. And and excuse man. me, it's my Christian. Bale. Sorry, your Christian. Bale. I literally just lost it. Yeah, I lost it. Man, when it. my boy comes up all in white. Because I was so worried they were going to make him without a nose and he mm-hmm. looked like Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh my God, you guys. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. I, I'm really excited because Christian Bale oh. is going to be a very serious Dark. element to this movie yes. that's going to be silly. Kind of like how um lee pace was in gardens galaxy exactly it's gonna be exactly exactly like that but christian bale is more serious oh he's and darker and he's not funny at all no no, you know and they're gonna try to quip with him and he's just be like it's gonna go like right over his head it's not gonna take you know and so i'm super excited and there's been some rumors that someone's not gonna make it in this movie so well or interested i'm interested to see and of course, uh, Natalie Natalie Portman oh my looks god. amazing. It could <laughs> oh just like god. body slam She's me like and like ripped. throw me into next week. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. So well, and a- then that Lauren pointed out to both of us. You know, Lauren's frequently on mm. the show, and she pointed out the naked scene where your yes, boy, yes, my um, Russell Crowe flicks his clothes yes, off. <laughs> he flicks his clothes off, but on the on his back. There's a tattoo of Loki's yeah. helmet. Yeah, he has a big old tattoo on his yeah. back, which is really cool. I really yeah. appreciate the attention to detail. Yeah. And, and another scene, too, is when they're, uh, Natalie Portman and Chris are quipping oh, back yes. and forth. How and, long it's been. And she's Natalie Portman's like, oh, what has it been? Only like two or three years? And Chris is like, oh, it's been eight years, seven months, and six days, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Well, that's because Natalie Portman was, uh, she was flicked or snapped. snapped. She was snapped away. And so when she came Thanos. back... And that was from a the five Thanos year, snap, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when and she came wasn't. back, yeah, and he was not. So that's why the time. Yeah. So that's interesting. So maybe that has to explain like why she has the hammer and how it got put back together or something. Oh, but okay. I'm very interested to see how that all plays yes. out. Like how she. I becomes, mean, she's obviously worthy. Yes. Because but only how a few did the are. hammer get reforged? I know. Because Hella totally destroyed it. So I'm really interested to see how they do that. Yeah. Um, and Takiti, I mean, as Kronk or what? Oh, yeah. He's like, I mean, let me tell you a story. Oh, my about... gosh. You need, they're eating popcorn. All those little kids are in the cave. It's going to be I mean, so great. I have watched And, of course, that. seeing the Valkyrie girl, she looks oh, great. God, she Love looks her. good, yeah. yeah. Oh, I July 8th. July 8th can't come fast enough. Yeah, enough. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to so... do a whole show just Yeah, it's getting its that. own show. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. So. so, Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, this is why we're here. Here's our take. Excuse us if we've gone a little long on this show, but, you know, we're not going to see y'all for a month. So, um, just real quick, remember Mitchum way back during the COVID days and the movie theaters were closed, so we Mm -hmm. were doing rewinds? Yeah. And I've listened, I've gone back and listened to it. That was kind of cool. I remember that, yeah. We old movies and stuff. So, and this is cool because... Honestly, we have a new girl that started with us, and she came from up north, and but she lived out in California, and she was kind of in the industry Ooh, for a little bit. So, of course, I instantly fell for her, oh, named sure. Sue, because she's like the only person. I worked with like 25 girls, and she's the only one that goes and sees movies. You know, so we bonded quickly. That's all it takes for me is to have a friend that goes and sees movies. So Sue recommended to me a couple of weeks ago, she comes up to my office. She goes, hey, have you seen The Hollers? And I'm like, oh, oh, I know it, I know it, I know it. And deep down in my mind, I rem- it's on my list. And the reason why it's on my list is because it's John Krasinski's movie. Oh, he I remember you telling me about this. He yeah. wrote it and it stars um, District 9, um, yes, I know Char- who you're talking about. Charlotte Copley. And he was from in District uh, 9. Yeah. And he was in The A Team. The A Team, which yeah. I love, The yeah. A Team. Um, Charlie Day is in oh. it. Um, Richard Jenkins plays his dad. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Anna Kendrick is in it. Um, anyway, it, and, it's, and it's simply like a family story. A man who, who is John Krasinski, 
you know, has been away. He lives and works in, I think, New York City. And he has to come home to his little small town because his mom has fallen ill and she has to have surgery. So he's abruptly taken out of his job and now he's back in the, and he has to deal with ex-girlfriends and stuff, you know. So, but, and I just enjoyed this so much and I appreciate Sue making me catapult it to the top of my list. You can't go wrong with John Krasinski. So he wrote and directed this? Yes. Okay. Yes, he did. Um, And Josh Groban is in it. Mary Kay Place is in it. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, yeah, Obi-Wan's uh, Obi- uh, girlfriend, she has a wife tiny... and gay fiance. Yeah, she has a tiny little part in it. Um, I highly recommend it. One of my favorite bands who I've seen almost as much as Dave Matthews Head is Head and the Heart. And they have a song, and it's one of my, probably my favorite song by them. It's called Another Story, Ooh. and it's in it. And then there's an Indigo Girls song in it. Oh, so wow. It's just, it's just great. I mean, it, it's 2016. It's an hour and a half, PG-13. It's on Hulu. Hulu, okay. I, I was about to ask where you can watch it. it. And I just, I appreciate Sue, you know, pointing it out to me. I appreciate that so much. Thank you, Sue. Um, And then just real quick, again, just super fast before we get into the highlight of our podcast. I I just want to mention um, the mincemeat... Operation Mincemeat. I'm really surprised. I need to watch you this. Need to I watch will this. watch it tonight. Yes, because I am going me, to watch it tonight. Well, because this is right up my alley. Right, it is, and it and I kind of let me just, if you don't mind me reading this, because sure. I don't want to get it wrong. So I'm literally going to read this to you, but it stars Colin Farrell and Colin uh, Firth. Colin Firth, yes, and um, and also Matthew. McFadden, who was in my Pride and Prejudice. Um, Okay, so just real quick. Follows a set of World War II British intelligence officers that concoct an outlandish plan using a corpse, yes, a dead body, and false papers to deceive the Germans in the lead-up to the um, Allied invasion of Sicily. It's based on a true story, ended up being the one of the greatest deception campaigns in espionage history. And, it, you know, and, and there's a Winston Churchill. They have to talk him into it. Oh, sure. And, like, um, the dad, uh, the bad, the dad from Harry Potter... Um, who's the kid with the blonde hair that... Draco Malfoy? Uh, Draco Malfoy's dad mm. is in it. I'm sorry, I can't remember his names. His name, Jason Isaacs, I think he's in it. Yes, yes, yes. But, and it's based on a book. It's, it was, it, there was, they, they kind of had some little side stories to it that kind of weighted it down, sure. like a little love triangle that, but they, mm. they just needed to beef it up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The story, but it was... So amazing. Colin Firth was awesome. Always. And, you know, and Matthew McVadden, I loved him in it because he sound, he's he got that British accent and he sounds just like he did in Pride and Prejudice. And there were times I'd be looking away and I'd hear him talk and I'm like, oh, I just, oh, I love it. <laughs> and then, honestly, you guys, I've been watching The Staircase with Colin Firth, which is the exact opposite i <laughs> yeah. don't like his character in the staircase at all he's horrible that is uh the pros of good acting right there. and so to see him in this just kind of was like whew, okay yeah okay he's it was good for me to watch him in this but i'd recommend it it's not the best movie but it i let based on a true story. based on a true story there you go there's one of the three yeah boom boom so okay okay Introduce finally brother. we finally are here so Top Gun mm. Maverick mm. came out on Thursday, Friday. We went to go see it on Thursday. Thursday of night. Uh, it's been over Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. It's the only movie that came out this weekend. Well, Bob's Burger and Bob's Burgers, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so and it is man, it is taking the box office by storm. And you know why? It's word of mouth. Yes. 
I mean, listen, it it, is, originally they came out and said they projected it to do between 80 and 100 million. But then all the critics went and saw it and just amazing, yep. 10 out of 10. Yep. So then now they've bumped it up. To, they're thinking this holiday weekend it'll pull in at least 150 million. Yeah. And so far, Thursday and Friday, it's halfway, just Thursday and Friday alone, it yeah. did fit over 50 million. Which is insane. Yeah. And it'll be, you know what's insane? This will be Tom's first movie. That is that is broke a unbelievable. Million. The closest one it. was War of the Worlds, which we love. Oh, love that movie. But it's opening weekend with sixty-five million. Man, that's and that was what I can't believe six, that eight years ago. Yeah. yeah, and I'm telling you guys, this there has not been go. a bad review on this movie. No one has said anything. People my age are enjoying it. People's Ali's generation yeah. is enjoying it. Haley and my fiance and I, we watched the first one right before we went to go see this. And, okay, the original Top Gun is amazing. It, Great. It's good. It's Fantastic. a good story. And I'm glad we watched it. But this one is just... It, it's, it has everything. It has everything. It's a modern-day Top Gun. It's just... And it, the music, it's nostalgic. It it's a little, new story. It's a tiny, funny part. New, it's it has funny. a love story. Tom looks amazing. Oh, my God. The dude doesn't age. Nope. Jennifer Conley is smoking hot. Oh, she looks Miles good. Teller is a great... Looks exactly like oh, Meg and Ryan. and the, yes, yes, he looks exactly like Goose. them. yeah. And with the stash, he looked just like Goose. Yes. Exactly. And I loved all the other pilots. Yes. They had I and mean, Val Kilmer about was John in it. Hamm. John Hamm is the best Amazing. asshole ever. And he is so good. And he's only in it for like and 10 he, minutes. Well, and he quipped a little tiny smile at the end. There he, was a little smirk at I the end. And I loved his sidekick, too. Yes. This other guy. Yes. It was amazing. The casting was fantastic. I think Charles the, Parnell was his was John Hamm's sidekick. Yes, guy. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And Val Kilmer made uh, an appearance, which was perfect. It was, so it was very sweet. sad. And it was sweet. Yeah. And it They were it, saying they didn't know if he was going to be there. Yeah, it. because he has, unfortunately, really a throat cancer. Answer, yeah, and he can't. He's unable to speak very well. And he did in the movie. And he did in the movie. Sorry, so they, they played spoiler, it in. They played it in perfect. It was yes, a great. It was and it, it, it it's just there are so many other movies that need to learn something from this movie. Mm-hmm. It is the this movie was done thirty five years after the original, yes. and it felt like nothing. Yeah. Like they 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 it was a seamless transition into. This movie. Yeah. And you could tell that 35 years has passed. There's new technology, you know, but, you know, Maverick is still the same Maverick. Yep. Still causing trouble. Everyone hates him. He's still a captain. Yep. He should be a, a three-star admiral by now. But he's where now, he needs to be. But he's where he needs to be. Where he loves. Him and Iceman are really good friends now. Yep. And it, it is just the, almost the perfect sequel to a movie it that I've ever seen. It's it, the perfect it is, it is, yes. And I know... Now that the, and Allie has been saying it all weekend. Now that this movie has done so well, this is all Hollywood's going to do now is take '80s movies and make sequels yeah. to them 30, 45 yeah. years later. And I just don't know if it's going to work won't out. Stop this. They, they can't they because Tom because it's Tom. Yeah, it has to be Tom. Right, and, and he looks better than he did. Yes, almost he does. than he did thirty five years ago. He does look better. Believe he's fifty nine years old, and he's, and he's out there taking ten G's in a fucking plane. Yeah, and it's I mean, <laughs> you can tell his face is like Listen, smushed against his Listen, eyeballs, kids. and it's amazing. Do not trash this movie. No, don't, you I don't can't. want to see it. You cannot. And it's you know, it broke into my top ten. It's no Dune. No, okay, that's different. Don't ask that's different. me. Don't ask me. It's no Dune. But I'm telling you, I've seen it twice. <laughs> Okay. In 24 hours. In 24 basically. hours, I had to go back because the first time, I just absorb a movie. And you didn't yeah. know what was going to... And I, you're just... You're on the edge of your seat Because you're like, time. who's going to make it? Who's yeah. not? Yeah. You know. So now I knew. I knew. So then I could go back and I could enjoy it. Mm. And I just cried. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah. I was alone the second time. I don't know. I just love good Movie experience. Uh, and Tom Cruise. She's seen every no, Tom Cruise I movie. Have, I did. I have, Mitchum. I have, except Rock of Ages. But I it just I just sit there and I'm just watching. I just love movie experiences. Yes. Good ones. Yes. And I have this with Dune. 
Yes. I had it with Mad Max. Yes. yes. I rarely, I mean, I, I literally turned around and went back and saw this. Mm-hmm. And and I just cried. I mean, I, I was can't really worried it. because this movie has been delayed for 2 years now yeah. because of COVID. And it kind of for me personally, it lost a lot of its hype. So mm-hmm. I really didn't have anything any expectations going in and everything and I'm so glad that and it's almost kind of like I forgot about it. Yeah. And then the weekend came up like, oh, Top Guns wow. this week. I'm like, okay. Like, and I was kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah, it yeah. snuck up. And then we went to go see it, and everyone's talking about it. And I mean, oh, everyone's everybody. right. Everyone is right. And see, even in our town, the, the Flicks Brewery yes. movie, they played it Wednesday night. People won tickets or something. And so I had friends. I don't really get on Facebook, y'all. I don't. But I particularly did. And I had friends that I went to high school with that I know never go to movies. And they were like, oh, my God, it was so good. It was so good. You know, I'm like, it is bringing people out of the woodwork. Yeah, I mean, there's a guy that I'm friends with on Facebook. He never goes to movies. He said this is the best movie he's seen in 10 years. Yeah, well, they never go, of course. Sure. still, it's bringing them out. It's bringing out, you know, your generation, my generation. And it is not. You're right. you know what? I'm sorry, people, but... This was better for me than a Marvel movie because it's truish, you know, and it just hey listen, they said in 86 they put they put recruiters in the movie houses and listing went up 500% when Top Gun was Wow. Released. Interesting. Yes. I read yeah, genius I've been watching by the military. A lot. Yeah. So it just I, I don't know. I, please. I mean, I've seen nothing below an 8 out of 10. No. Of all my buddies yeah. on Instagram. And I mean, just please don't poop on this movie. I absolutely... It's it's up there with Dune. Yep. It's not very... You know you know how I feel about Dune. But this cast was amazing. Yes. And if you don't mind, I'd like to do a little bit of trivia. Oh, please. Because this because trivia is we, fantastic. We love trivia. And you know, we, we, we've been getting away from the we trivia. We have, yeah. We need to go back to it. Okay, so trivia. It's the longest delayed sequel. <laughs> it's 36-year sequel. It's the longest delayed sequel ever. That's, okay? Okay, okay. Now, the actors were able to pick their own call signs. So if you think it's kind of corny that Rooster chose that because a goose, you know, Miles Teller did it himself. Okay. So they all got to pick their... I like that. I like that. And I know y'all know this, but I'm telling you, this is probably what makes this movie so amazing. There is no green screen. No. There is no CGI. Mm -mm. And I watched a bunch of YouTube things about this and how they filmed it in the Navy and how many years it took them. But Tom was like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. And all those actors trained in like little Cessnas first Mm -hmm. and then worked their way up. So, and it's literally amazing. And just to see their faces. I mean, Tom even says it at the beginning of the movie. It's all real Gs. It's real speed. And you can tell. Like yeah. they are, they the, the training that they had to go through had to be intense. And, the, and the, some of the maneuvers look like blue angels out oh, there. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. It was awesome. And just to let you guys know, and this just gave me the <laughs> watching it a second time, and it just gave me goosebumps. But at the it, throughout the movie, a couple of times, and at the end, you see Tom working on a World War II P fifty one Mustang airplane. And that is his actual plane. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And he it shows him flying it. Yep. With and another little thing, he does a little uh, <laughs> skit with James Corden oh, of I've the got Late it. Late yeah. Show. If you haven't seen yeah. the what, it's with James Corden. It's 15 minutes long. Oh, it's but so it fun. Is absolutely. And they did something for Mission Impossible. Yeah, like, they, they like jumped out of an airplane and or it's something. It's so funny to see Tom be comedic. He really like, is. Like, like when he's they actually were on the beach, you know, yeah. when he does that joke. Yeah. But please watch this. Because um, you know, everyone assumes that he's kind of a dick, but it, well, I don't know. he probably he is. probably is, but he but does. I it, don't care. Yeah, he I does mean, it well in front of the camera. That or, he is very well. I mean, people love working with. Yes, him. he yes. shows up. He's serious. He he, you know. So yeah, um, I didn't realize that about him. He's very like and, and professional. You know, yes, he's a professional. and of course he's 
the stunts, you know, like, hey, if we're going to do the stunts, we're oh, going to yeah, do it the time. right way, yeah. you know? And yeah. so, and I think if they would have done any green screen on this movie, it wouldn't have been, I think the reception wouldn't have been as well. Right. As done. No doubt. But, um, and yeah, it's just, man, it's and so And there's good. great music. It's so good. Great music. And I'm just going to yes. tell you right now, it's one so of my- It's so nostalgic. One of my favorite bands is One Republic. Mm. Ryan Tedder, the lead singer, was in Oklahoma or went to high school here for something. Yeah, he's from Tulsa. Yeah, he's from Tulsa. And he is the lead singer and writer for One Republic. And the song that's played during the football beach scene is One Republic. Oh, cool. I Ain't Worried is the name of it. Oh, it's awesome. It's a great I didn't know song. That. And then at the end, you get to see a very a Lady Gaga song. I'm not crazy about it because it's very made oh, for movie. Oh, yeah. It's very commercial. I didn't hear it. Yeah. So I so. didn't really notice it. And just one last thing that we're going to say it's a 10. 100%. 100. I'm I'm going to go see it again. My little friend that I work with, Christy, um, is interested in seeing it. And she wants, so I'm going to take her to see it. I'll see it again and again. But the first time I went and saw it with Mitch and Haley, I had not watched Top Gun. I've seen it a ton. Yeah. Okay. And so the second time I went, I squeezed it in. Yeah. And I watched it. And I'd kind of recommend that. I would, I would re- do. I would recommend watching Top Gun. I kind of fast forwarded through a lot of it because I have seen it so much. Sure. But you you see, you know, his new love is Penny. Yeah. But she's not a new love. No. Nope. I mean, he was her first. Yep. And they refer to Penny many times in Top Gun. She is brought up many times in the original Top Gun. It's amazing. And they do a lot of flashbacks with Goose and Ugh. stuff from in the heartbreaking. And it's yeah. all the same scenes, and there's a lot of same pictures. So it's really yeah. just just to brush up yeah. on your it, Top Gun I'd history, I guess. It. So anyway, so we loved it. It's my number one film this year. I mean, there doesn't have much competition, but Man, you know, yeah. the Northman is up there. Oh yeah, and um, the Batman. And, the oh, the Batman's up there. But this is like way above. I would have to agree. We yeah, love I it. think so too. Go yeah. see it. All right, everybody. This week on Paul for Popcorn, we have two fantastic questions. Um, they, the first one, since we've been talking a lot about Star Wars, we're going to kind of dip back into the Marvel a little bit. And Movie Lover 27 asks us, which upcoming Marvel film are we most looking forward to in the next couple years? Couple of years, uh, I guess. Well, just this year I, I and next year. I think the question is, you know, just a Marvel. Yeah, film a Marvel film you're looking forward to. Yeah. Well, I mean, because there's a lot coming out. So you know, my Christian is just oh, sure. selling me on Thor. I mean, I'm I'm going to be there on Wednesday if it's showing somewhere, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then I'll hopefully be back. The next day to see it again. Or later that that day. Yeah, or later that day. Um, But my my most favorite little ensemble cast Mm. is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I don't particularly care for Chris Pratt otherwise, but I just, I love them as a group. I love the first one. Is mm-hmm. is right up there with Iron Man for me. Yeah. Those are my two yeah. favorites that I could just watch. Well, I think the music has a lot to repeat. play into that as well. Oh yeah, the music. You're right. So I can't choose between those two. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going with. And of course, uh, what's yours? Quantum uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania. Yeah. See, I love Paul Rudd because I love Paul Rudd. Oh my god. And I'm super pumped to see Kang as a bad guy. Okay. Because he's only been teased. Um, of course, Thor. Look, really looking for that. Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. Um, The Marvels, I'm interested to see that as well. Just Captain Marvel's second movie. Um, Oh, is that the Brie Larson one? Yeah, Yeah, a lot of people pooped on that first one. I loved it. Of course, I love her. I love Jude Law. I'm influenced by actors. Sure, So uh, it had a good story to me, a lot of girl power. So uh, And there's a lot of, yeah, and of course the Thor movie, we we just talked about the extended trailer, so Christian Bale looks great. Well, and can I just please say at this moment in this podcast, there are, there's more to movies than Marvel. I think we just proved that this podcast. Sure. Top Gun. Yeah. I mean, you know, in The Northman, yep. and as much as I didn't care for everything, everywhere, all at once, it was still proving that there are more great movies to see 
besides Marvel. Sure. And we have got to go see these movies. We've got to go see them to keep our movie theaters open. Yeah. We've got to pay attention to these. The Northmen, all those little original well, movies. the Marvel movies are there to keep the theaters open. You're, so okay. all these other movies can be made. Okay, you're right. right? That's a perfect, yes. That's but exactly. You, that shouldn't stop you from seeing The Northmen, Top Gun, um, all these other movies that aren't Marvel like Ali is saying. I mean, because they are just as good. I mean, yes, everyone wants to go see a blockbuster Marvel movie because it's superheroes. But well, there are there, other... it's those tent, the tent pole movies is what they yeah, call them. Yeah, exactly. Because it brings everybody out. Sure, sure. But there are other things, there are other movies out there. And like, you know, um, the huge massive talent, you know, the... You know, that movie. That the Nicolas was, Cage movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. You know, we just, we can't wait. We can't wait for these to stream. We got to yes. go see them in yes. theater. Yes, <clears throat> Even yeah. The Gray Man. You know, go see it in theater. It's going to be great, you know. And then don't wait for Netflix. So, yeah. go see them in theaters. All right. So, the second question is, I guess, the age-old question that oh. since we've kind of... <clears throat> Uh, we do a lot of series and movies, so finally we're going to answer which ones we like best. Do you prefer series or do you prefer movies? Do you prefer our Here's Our Take or do you prefer our weekly watch? <laughs> weekly yeah. watches, yeah. Well, it's interesting where this has gone, and I know this is why one of our fans who, who DM'd me on this, I know that's why he asked this. Because we are addressing it, and it, yep. we have we started our podcast right before COVID, yes. like a couple of months before, and, and it well, was movies we, only. We started in February, yeah. and then COVID hit in March. Yep. So then we went to rewind, which was genius, I might add. Yes. Um. But so see, I mean, you have you have Gary Oldman on TV. Yeah. You you have Josh Brolin, Thanos mm -hmm. on TV. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's I mean, Tom Ryan Hiddleston, the Gosling. Night Manager. Yeah, and the night. It's just so. Here's my thing, and this is really weird, but I don't know why. But I work a pretty hard work week. You know, I work very hard Monday through half day Friday, but I put a lot into that forty two hours that I work every week. So for some reason, when I come home, I just like to vet, I just watch series. I don't know why. I can't, because I think I love movies so much, I save them for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. So it's weird, but I watch, I have a little book. I keep track of all my series, and I watch them, you know, Monday through Thursday. Mm. And then on the weekends, it's my treat, it's my ice cream, it's my cake. I watch the movies yeah. or go see a movie. Yeah. You know, I try to get out and see one. So that's, I can't put one over the other because I treat them differently. What about you? I'm interested. It's, I mean, it's such a difficult question, I think, because, I mean, if you think about it, a series is a 10-hour movie. If you do a 10-part yeah. series that's an hour long, it's a 10-hour movie. And there's so much more you can do in a 10-hour movie than you can do in a two and a half hour movie. Right. Like there's more developed characters. There are more characters to develop. There are more intricate plots. There's more setups. There's more cliffhangers or stuff like that. You know, but in a movie, there's really one main plot and then maybe you have like two or three subplots. Mm -hmm. But in a series, you can have four main characters. They each have their own main plot and then they all come together at the end. Yeah. So I think for a series, I think series are better for books. Like if you're a fan of book series, oh, okay. yeah, books are better as course, TV series. Yeah, depending. Of course, the um, Harry Potter series. Of course, the Harry Potter was your you right, here. and Lord of the Rings. Lord of the which Rings, which was done yeah. really well. I mean, uh -huh. there are there are exceptions. And to this. Mission Impossible and is Mission doing Impossible, that. Yes, I I think movies are better when they are original screenplays. And okay. I think it is harder to adapt. There have been more bad movies adapted from books than there have been bad original screenplays. Wow. I think. Very well. And Good. I think there, you know, it is harder to adapt a movie from a book into a two-hour movie when the book is 300x yeah, pages they, and takes you, they you know, it. and it takes you yeah. 11 hours to read if you listen mm -hmm. to it, you know. Right. But with a series, you can go chapter by chapter or, mm -hmm. you know, part by part, and then you can break it all down. There's more you can put into it. So I think it really depends. I think sometimes original series, like 
you know, I, I mean, The Walking Dead is an original, but it's based on a, a graphic novel. Right. But it's dragged on for so long that it kind of loses its. Well, that's element. the filmmakers, the, the that people is. behind that it. That is. They and need I to think there is a yeah. sweet spot in series like four or five usually mm-hmm. seasons yeah you there's a lot you can do in that and that's kind of the sweet spot i think for series right. there are some exceptions you know friends went on for 10 and you know Loved walking it. dead has been going on for 10 yeah. there are exceptions of course but i think you know it, it depends on what material you're drawing from and it depends on what you actually want to do you yeah. know because i think there were some series that would have been a better movie mm-hmm. and there are some movies that would have been better as a tv show well, so it really just depends on what you're looking for and what you're kind of into, I think. Yeah. You well, know? to me, movies are a celebration. Yes, you 100%. You get out and, it, you know, like even in Top Gun, they people were clapping. Yes, In two yes. or three points in the movie, people literally clapped. The Going to a movie is an marble, experience. You know, yes. end game. There I is mean, nothing I've experienced. There has been no, no other better experience home. than yeah. um, game when Captain America picked up uh, uh, Thor's yeah. hammer. Or, you know, the when cameos. Maguire when Tobey Maguire came out. Or when John Krasinski yeah. came out. And everyone is just losing their minds. It gives you goosebumps and chills. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing... I can describe to you that like TV series don't do that. Right. You know, because yeah. it's all like a slow burn and right. leading up to it. And you're yeah. like, you kind of figure it out before it happens. Yeah. But a movie, it's just like, bam, it yeah, happens. It and that. everyone's like, and oh my God. strangers like, that? that all love the yes. same thing. And it's, so. it's just such an experience and just unlike anything you can put into words. And I that just you can't hope get it out never goes show. away. I, I don't think it will, yeah. you know, and I think it's, it's an art, you know. And it's, it's just, you know, it's like, Dune hit me, just hit me upside the head. I well, wasn't like that expecting and that and hostile, but it's just you know those movies. Well, in Top Gun, you know, yeah. I'm like, how I'm not going to see a movie. How can I see a movie better than Dune? I still don't know if I will. But it's like even Top Gun. I never expected that movie to creep into my top ten. Yeah, and I love it when it does. Yes. I love it when it does. Yes. You know, and it's not. And you're thinking, well, maybe are you going to boot out of your top ten? Well, I'm not. It'll just be my top fifteen. You know. Yeah. And it's just you know. So it's just it's uh it's that was a wonderful question i kind of thought it was a little boring at first when we got yeah, it yeah. but i wanted to address it because we have as you we've all had, know yeah we've added last, a whole segment yeah a whole segment so. because it is a thing now so um thank you for that question that was mitchum i don't know if you really answered it though can you <laughs> can you kind of let them know come on just pick one i kind of cheated though i mean i chose series what, Monday yeah, through Monday Thursday, through Thursday and, movie. and movies but on movies the weekends. movies will always have my heart. Yeah, always and I mean, my we heart. started this podcast with movies, mm-hmm. and it was all movies with my mom and I going yeah. to see them. So, I mean, I really can't pick one, but I would have to say movies yeah. just because I have more better experience. But, I mean, series are just right there because there are a They're lot of series. They're doing so much more with them. There too. are a lot of series that I could watch on re- on repeat right now. That I don't know. I, there's more series I could watch on repeat than there are movies I can watch on repeat right okay. now. Okay. I think. All right. That's but fair. movies still have that experience and um, just the pure joy and excitement of going to movie experiencing something yeah. for the first time is you can't get it's that in a series. It's unforgettable. It's un- exactly. So. And you can't get that in a series. So that's okay. why movies are better. So thank you for those questions. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, fantastic. Um, Real instant thinkers. shout out. I have a new page I want to tell you guys about that I recently started following. It's called Tickets for Two. And it's two friends who just love talking about movies and their favorite scenes and just kind of dissect movies. And they also have a podcast. And they release a new podcast every Tuesday. I actually listen to their two most recent podcasts. And um, they did um, the... What's the new animated uh, Ranger? The uh, Chippendale. Chippendale movie. Thank you, Mitchum. That's why we're so good together. He just <laughs> knows what I'm thinking, but I can't say it. And then one of their podcasts, they just took uh, listeners' questions. They just did all questions. So cool. it was interesting. This, yeah. I enjoyed listening to them. Kudos to you guys for having um, a great podcast. I love your page. Tickets for two. I will tag them today in my post. And I do, what I love 
love about their page is every Monday, they do like a box office Monday. And they let you know what movies were top at the box office. Oh, that's cool. And their, I like creative, that. their creativeness on their page is really, I haven't seen anything like it. I'm thinking one of them has to be in art direction or, or something because their pages are wonderful. So... Um, and just real quick, I'm going to take a moment to end, a, end this podcast. It's usually Mitchum. But we are taking the month of June off. And yeah, there's a shit ton of movies coming out in June. However, my oldest son, which I'm sure most of you figured out, Mitchum, is getting married. And I am very happy about it because we love his girl and she has been a daughter to me for a long time anyway so double cheers to them for getting married in early june and then they're taking a great honeymoon for two weeks to italy so my tech guy my computer dude my everything (laughs) is going to be gone and i know how to do nothing all i do well is talk a lot and I, and I write the script. And write the script, So yes, I write yes. the script, I, and Mitchum comes in and approves it, but he does everything. And so I'm lost without him. So we're just going to take June off. We'll be back um, early July over the, the holiday weekend, and we'll do Jurassic Park, Lightyear, Elvis, Minions. You're going to have a lot to watch yes, when I you will. get back yes. from Italy. Yeah, Obi-Wan so, will be done and stuff, so we'll be, yeah. if I can find some free time. Yeah, <laughs> so. you will. So we will miss you guys dearly. Yes. So, um, but don't, we, we'll be back. We'll be back. We're yep. just going to take some this time This is a great off. opportunity to get caught up on all of our all previous yes. episodes. And, yes. you know, and when we come back, we'll be sipping wine and talking about four great movies coming out. We sure will. So. Go to the movies.